Balanced Day on Broadway for Friday, October 29th, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. What a, what a fun week Ashley and I are having. We were just catching up on <laughs> yeah, all of our hijinks. And, uh, truly, it was just, I mean, you you wish you could have our week is what I'm Seriously, saying. don't you want the pain and trauma and exhaustion that we collectively are having? You sure do. We are having a off-Broadway play right now is yeah. what we're doing. Um, <laughs> By the rights. Produce it, put it on, pay us. New York Theater Workshop. Damn right. It's my new solo show. Oh, there we go. There we go. What's it called? Um, go f*** yourself 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Deal and done. Gosh, well, actually, you know what? Unfortunately, we're going to start off with some news that I feel like Ashley doesn't want to start with. Hey. But uh, we are. So the Music Man has announced... Again, another Broadway cast announcement. So um, including they new never members, stop. they ne- never stop, never stopping pop star. These exactly. people uh, with their new cast, I'm like, OK, go off. So it includes new members, Rima Webb, Philip Boykin and Linda Muggleston. I, I had to make sure that it wasn't Muggles. Yeah, like, that was not her name. And I'm <laughs> correct, even though I'm not yeah. a Harry Potter fan. I wanted to make sure that I was clarifying um, while their, you know, respective roles are not heavy hitting principles. It does add two more people of color to named characters, which feels miracle. like, yeah, it feels like a bit of an improvement. Um because uh, as I said before, you know, the only person that was in the named principal cast that was a person of color was the town ruffian, yeah. which I found to be, I don't know. No. Hello. No. Hello, sus. No, never. Um, in addition to Webb, Boykin, and Muggleston, newly announced cast members include Benjamin Payak, Kyla Terrell, Garrett Long, Jessica Sheridan, Eddie Corbick, Daniel Torres, and Nicholas Ward, who was also just in the Kennedy Center Music Man. He's oh, got an yeah. incredible bass voice. He wasn't frozen on Broadway, and I'm just saying he's got a great beard. <laughs> As a reminder, this is the third casting announcement for the Music Man, which is set to begin at the Winter Garden Theater on December 20th, 2021, with an opening night scheduled for February 10th, 2022. It is happening. It is definitely a show that is coming to Broadway. I, that, yeah. 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 You're going. Are you going to go? <laughs> I, I, I feel like I have to if I'm yeah, talking we, we. so much crap about it at all times. But even I, when I was upstate, I, however long ago that was, like two weeks ago at this point, mm. my, my one of my friends that I was with posed the question, if I had to be tortured, you know, either in an interrogation setting or in hell, which musical would I choose? Uh, and it's really between Cats and Music Man. That's kind of that's kind of how I feel about this show. So uh, me yeah. going to see it is it's it's a challenge, especially considering I don't love either of these you know top billing roles here. But I love so much the principal cast. It's very difficult. But again, I feel like if I talk this much crap about it, I have to actually see it which but is then if we're supposed to give jane hudichel an academy award this week I for the humans know. we owe her in the audience for us to be there at the music man it's true it's only right and fair for what wasn't previously right and fair nothing's right and fair <sighs> not in this world truth. not at the winter garden <laughs> um on to some more news so the <laughs> the lortello which by the way in our coveted group text we were talking about this today the lortello awards announced that they are going to begin a new phase in award nomination so the awards for acting will no longer be defined by gender the actor and actress categories
categories for both musicals and plays will instead be known as under wow understanding did you hear what i was about to understanding. say understanding understanding peace love and outstanding <laughs> lead performer okay so they'll be known as outstanding lead performer and outstanding supporting performer additionally by the way honestly Really love those titles. Um, yeah. Additionally, the newly created category of Outstanding Ensemble will be presented for the first time, something that we wish the Tonys would adopt as oh well. Oh, my God. So much so. So much so. Because we see so many productions that end up going not unnoticed, but, you know, they don't get the awards. Look at nominations, Justice but not Justice for Groundhog awards. Day. I'll say it every Correct. day of my life. Correct. But it's because so, like, there's not really, there's not necessarily a standout person in the cast or you have, like, what, en- what ends up happening is if you have a cast where, like, everybody is essentially the lead because it's an ensemble cast, everybody gets nominated and then they split the votes and then some other show wins. Um, so it's great to have a category where, like, the entire cast can be actually honored in the same way i guess what is like the you know as crappy as they are the golden globes maybe uh has an ensemble award maybe i can't remember it's whatever maybe it's the sag it's whatever orange is the new black used to win at all the time because they would win the ensemble award um i love this i think this is great and i agree i think tony should do it more often on the gender side of everything or the Mm non-gendered side of everything also love it um and we were talking about this in the group chat of like how, uh, you know, the kind of squickiness of that, a feeling like, okay, now that we're having yeah. ungendered categories, that could just mean uh, that women and non-binary people are not we'll actually going to be honored. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which is... That's the biggest fear that for it, me. And it's absolutely a, you know, it's a reasonable fear there. Um, and you know, it's... It's, it's such, it's a difficult thing. And, but I feel like the, uh, you know, the benefits outweigh any of the fears here. Um, and as I said in the group chat, like I've done award shows before I used to run Broadway World Cabaret Awards. And like in my last or second to last year there, we did away with gendered categories. And a lot of that was like, that was something that I wanted to do for a while, but it was also, mm-hmm. uh, you know, something that took a while to do. And the thing that you hear over and over again is like, for, you know, from nominators or voters, it's like, well, I wanted to nominate this person, but we didn't have a category for it. And then you put them, <laughs> like, you make categories, um, and get rid of the gender of different categories. And then it's like, those people don't get nominated anyway. So for me, it's very much mm. a thing of like, well, put your money where your mouth is. If you want to see these people win awards and be, you know, lauded for their roles, then we at least have to do this first step. And then if people don't want to, <laughs> you know, do the nominations and you know, honor people who otherwise didn't fit into these categories, well, then they get to show that they're hypocrites, I guess. That's the thing for me is like, I, I don't want to put the onus on the actors anymore no, in, in God, this no. type of regard. I think that we have to put it on the nominators and the people that are Definitely. casting and all that good stuff because it's like... People that are casting, you know. especially, and people who are producing, people who are putting these shows up on whatever stage. Like, as I said in our group chat, like, you can't uh, begin to talk about people winning awards without those people being on the stages first. Like, that's first and yeah. foremost. 
It's like every time I see like a producer or anybody else, like, you know, retweeting or, or posting an infographic about representation. I'm like, cool, put that money where you yeah, know. Right. Is. It's sick. I <laughs> see what you're doing. Ugh. I see you don't think I don't see you. <laughs> I put a clap emoji, but I see you. Now let's take a moment uh, to talk about our sponsor for this week upstart. So if you dread looking at your credit card statements, whether you're, you know, um, in crippling debt or you have like Hello. just a side <laughs> chick of a credit card statement, let's oh be honest. God, sometimes yeah. you pack it away. You don't open the app for a while all of a sudden you get a bill in the mail and then those bills get more and more and upstart can help you on your path to financial freedom yeah whether it's paying off credit cards consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses over 1 million people have used upstart to get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date rather than looking at your credit score alone upstart considers other factors like your income your current employment and your credit history and they find you a smarter rate for your loan you can check your rate without impacting your credit score in minutes for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. And you even receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash Broadway. That's U-P-S-T-A-R-T dot com slash Broadway. And don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. That's U-P-S-T-A-R-T dot com slash Broadway. So the cast of MJ will feature two young performers, like literally every bio musical coming out these days, (laughs) alternating the title role every performance. So Little Michael will be portrayed by Walter Russell III from Harlem and Christian Wilson uh, from Norfolk, Virginia. MJ is set to begin previews December 6th at the Neil Simon Theater with an opening night set for February 1st, 2022. I forget that like every single bio musical right now does like baby version. Yeah, right. Little version. (laughs) Old as hell. Not really. But like, you know what I mean? It's just like yeah they want you to they want you to be like what was it like duckling donna and then like oh yeah god i don't even remember something something like that donna yeah there's very clearly a uh there's a pattern (laughs) there's a pattern going on here and i guess if it works it works i still don't know what to do with this show so i guess we'll see if it works I think it's funny because I, I think I read an article too, because I'm not going to say that this came from straight from my brain, but someone else was like, everyone's trying to copy what Fun Home did and you can't. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even that think about that. That kind of that. was the one to, didn't even think about you know. That. Our prime bio musical of Alison Bechtel. Right, because those were two very distinct versions of the same woman. Mm-hmm. And so now every show is like, oh, we can we can do that when we're telling the story of a person. And I'm like, eh, eh, eh. Get gayer first, baby. Get gayer. Today is brought to you by Get Gayer. Apply directly to the forehead. Keep it in. Uh, mixed with a moisturizer. So the Woolly Mammoth Theater has announced that, you know, they're doing a production of A Strange Loop. I'm really excited because my friend Rona Siddique is going to be the music director. She helped put this show on when it was off-Broadway. I know that they're trying to do this as kind of like an out-of-town, um, but it is running November 22nd through January 2nd. But it will feature accessibility performances talkbacks and multiple opportunities for young theater goers to pay what you can patrons who are 30 years or younger um, at any time can purchase section c tickets for 20 dollars to any performance but they'll also do a couple of performances where they're like hey pay what you can for this many seats i think that's amazing i love that i wish you know it's it's absolutely 
an accessibility issue in terms of like what theater companies can afford to do as well. So I don't want to write that off and be like every theater company and organization no. should be doing this because they can't. Um, but God, I wish more could. <laughs> like that's yeah. that's awesome. So it, it was just really exciting and important for me. So if you're in that area, if you're in the DC area, just saying. I'm sorry, but yes, do it or get get on a Greyhound. It's Oof. four hours. Oh, God. Download a podcast. From Listen to where us. is it four hours? It's four hours from us. No? Is Am I crazy? It, that seems short. No way. I don't believe that. Okay, whenever I go visit Kara, it's like four hours. Oh, God. Oh, uh, here we are. So, a new indoor-outdoor theatrical venue will overlook Times Square, everyone's favorite New York view. Oh, yes. The venue is part of TSX Broadway, a 46-tower, uh, 46-story tower currently under construction at 1568 Broadway between 46 and 47th Street. It should be completed by the first quarter of 2023, question mark, says uh, so their architectural team. But this, the project is projected to cost $2.5 billion, and the outdoor space will be elevated 30 feet above Times Square and will extend over 7th Avenue. Bizarre. Are we getting a production of Titanic? That's what I'm asking. Yes, yes. I'm asking if this is for Titanic. It is for Titanic. Immediately. Put it in there. Because if I'm going to be stressed out by overlooking Times Square, I want real historical trauma I better playing be out before my eyes. above the Bubba Gump Shrimp Factory oh, watching yeah. a production of Titanic. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. The greatest of tragedies. Shrimp <laughs> The know. greatest of tragedies. It's, it, that's, you know, it's always hard for me. Every time I see like people like reenact, I'm like, you know, those were real people that died. No, that was all imaginary. I'm like, it's not a movie, guys. It's, it's a real thing. <laughs> Where's uh, Leo finally, and Kate? Famously, not there. Kate, uh, Leo died. Never uh, so finally, in recommendations, I want to shout out this really beautiful album that debuted today with like an all Broadway cast called The Rainbow Lullaby. It's an all LGBT plus lullaby album. It's the first one in the world. And everyone, like it's literally Jen Colella, Caitlin Kennanen, like the cast is stupid okay, good. Yes. Yeah. And if you have little, it's it's also like paying homage to Ryan Bauer Walsh's mother who who passed away. And it's kind of an homage to like LGBTQ parents who um, are either wanting to become parents one day or, you know, they oh. have uh, parents. I, it's it's really beautiful. My so heart. I recommend it just kind of like if you want to put yourself to sleep or you have a loved one that definitely needs to listen to something like this, do it. Support some theater That's people. So a lot of the money sweet. and the proceeds are going to the Alley Forney Center. Oh, who famously, Love yeah, Alley exactly. Yeah. Um, I know that they are planning to have like a, an album release with them to, to benefit the Alley Forney Center. So um, keep an eye out for that. But Beautiful. just wanted to recommend it. Do Beautiful it. album. Do it. I was happy to help uh, the finalization, I guess, of, of talking about it because sure. of Broadway Records. But either way, listen to some theater either people. Way, it's you beautiful. Do it. Yeah. Get yeah. gayer indeed. Get gay. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. You can follow me on all social medias, perhaps too much. Yeah, like, honestly, maybe. take a step Who's back. Put me on mute some days. <laughs> it's too much. At Grace, at, at it's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. And you know what? At, while, yeah. you were, while you were talking, I looked up how long it takes to get from New York to D.C. Yeah. And it is five hours. I am shell-shocked by this information. Wow. You were not far off. I expected no. like 10 because I've taken like a Greyhound from Buffalo to the city before and it has taken me like 10 hours. So that's... Oof. 
Oof. What was Buffalo is too far. <laughs> it, is, it is too far. Tell me about it. Uh, anyway. All right, guys. Well, get on a Greyhound. That's the news. Get that's on a Greyhound. News. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> we won't because it's Friday. We won't. We won't. It's a Friday. It's fine. It's fine.